Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 75. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, and welcome back to another special Friday Q&A episode of Optimal Health Daily. Now normally this is a podcast where I read to you from some other popular health and fitness blogs but on Fridays, I answer your questions. Now, if you want to send one in, it's really easy. Just visit oldpodcast.com and look for the red bar along the side that says, ask a health question. You can use your computer's microphone to record your question and do as many takes as you like, or you can even use your phone. Again, just visit oldpodcast.com and I'd love to help you out. You can also call and leave a message. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. And we're doing bonus giveaways for anyone that submits an audio question. You're going to be automatically entered into special raffles to win books and lots more. So, more reason to ask a question. Plus, I love listening to your questions, I love reading them, and I love responding to them. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. So definitely keep sending in those questions. Today's inspirational quote comes from the great Thomas Edison. I haven't failed. I've found 10,000 ways that don't work. Okay, let's jump into the Q&A and start optimizing your life. Hi, Dr. Neal. I wanted to get your opinion on cooking with coconut oil. I have heard a lot of good things and I have heard a lot of bad things, mainly associated with the amount of saturated fat in coconut oil. Do you think cooking with coconut oil is healthy? Hi, Sujana. Thank you for your question. Sometimes touted as a cure-all for everything from weight loss to improving brain functioning, coconut oil is definitely one of the more popular food trends right now. Now, I must begin by mentioning that coconut oil is different from coconut water. Coconut water is that liquid you see Tom Hanks' character drinking in the film Castaway. You know the movie where he's stranded on an island with only his wits and a volleyball named Wilson to help him survive? When you see him finally crack open that coconut, coconut water is the liquid that comes pouring out. Coconut oil, on the other hand, is made by pressing the fat from the white fruit or meat on the inside of the coconut. So let me start by answering your question. Should we cook with coconut oil? There are definitely some oils we would want to use for cooking at high temperatures, and others we would more want to use for like a finishing oil. Basically, those that should be used when placing the finishing touches on your dish or for things like oil-based salad dressings. Which oil should be used and for what? 
depends on something called its smoke point. Smoke point, just like it sounds, refers to the temperature at which the oil, when heated, will begin to produce smoke. When we're heating oils, we don't want it to reach the smoke point. First, it could start a fire. But when the oil starts smoking, the chemistry has changed. Now, there are more harmful products in the oil, these things called free radicals, that will actually increase risk for certain diseases. Now, what we know is that some oils can handle higher temperatures than others. Or put another way, they have a higher smoke point. Those oils with a higher smoke point are the ones we typically want to use when stir-frying, pan-frying, deep-frying, or when cooking at higher temperatures. Let me give you an example. Here in the States, one of our biggest holidays is right around the corner, Thanksgiving. For those that don't know, this holiday comes around every year on the third Thursday of November. This is the day where basically every household in America consumes turkey. Even vegetarian and vegans partake. Well, their bird of choice is called tofurkey usually. It's basically tofu that's been flavored to taste like turkey and is often molded into the shape of a turkey roll. Now lately, families have been on this kick to deep fry their turkeys. My father-in-law, for example, is in love with deep fried turkey now. The thinking is that instead of letting a 12-pound turkey cook in the oven for six hours, leaving the meat dry and tasteless, it would be better to deep fry it, which takes only about 30 to 40 minutes, leaving a more tender and tasty bird. Okay, so why am I telling you all of this? Here's the point. You don't want to fry the turkey in just any kind of oil. Peanut oil is often recommended. Why is that? Well, some claim it's for the taste. While that does have something to do with it, there's another more important reason. Can you guess? You probably guessed correctly. It has a high smoke point, which means you can heat peanut oil to deep frying temperatures, which is about 375 degrees Fahrenheit or about 190 degrees centigrade, and it won't get to that smoke point. The oil remains very stable, even under high heat. In fact, some peanut oils, depending on the brand and the type of processing it went through, can stay stable up to temperatures of 440 degrees Fahrenheit or 230 degrees centigrade. Remember, this is a good thing because if it remains stable, we won't see that increased free radical production. If we were to try and deep fry a turkey with unrefined olive oil, for example, it wouldn't work. It would reach its smoke point at about 320 degrees Fahrenheit or 160 degrees centigrade, well below frying temperatures. So is coconut oil stable under high temperatures like peanut oil? Now, it can vary by brand and how it was processed, but on average, Coconut oil will reach its smoke point at about 350 degrees Fahrenheit, or 180 degrees centigrade. We typically bake foods in ovens at these temperatures. Now this is pretty good, but notice this is not nearly as high as the smoke point of peanut oil. Stir-frying or pan-frying foods usually requires a temperature of about 375 degrees Fahrenheit, or 190 degrees centigrade. So it's possible that using coconut oil for these methods may not be the best option. If you want to know the smoke point of your favorite oils, go to our website, oldpodcast.com. I'll be sure to post a helpful guide that shows you the smoke points of commonly used oils. You may be asking yourself, are there any health benefits to consuming coconut oil? Coconut oil is made up of mostly saturated fat. While scientists still debate whether saturated fat is something that we should avoid or whether it's okay, we want to err on the safe side. This is because some studies have found it may increase our risk for certain diseases like heart disease and stroke. But do saturated fats from plant-based sources cause the same harm as saturated fats from animal sources like red meat? Well, we don't know for sure. Coconut oil also contains lots of medium-chain triglycerides, abbreviated MCT. 
If you've ever heard of MCT oil, this is what they're referring to, medium-chain triglycerides. Some researchers have found that these medium-chain triglycerides are treated differently by the body, meaning they may affect our blood cholesterol levels differently. In fact, when examining the relationship between coconut oil and health, some have found that coconut oil may increase our HDL cholesterol, often called our good cholesterol. But what you don't hear is that it also raises your LDL cholesterol, or bad cholesterol, too. Now, if it raises your good and bad cholesterol at the same time, wouldn't that cancel each other out? Not necessarily. I wish it were that simple. Okay, so what's the bottom line? Cooking with coconut oil is probably better than using butter or lard, but I would still recommend using unsaturated plant-based oils more often. These are the vegetable oils or oils that come from nuts. Yes, peanut oil is actually a good choice. We have a fairly good idea based on lots and lots of good research that these oils will likely reduce disease risk. So I would recommend using coconut oil in moderation and when cooking at lower temperatures. Thank you again for the question, Sujana. And if you have a question that you'd like to send in, it's really easy and totally free to do it. Just come by oldpodcast.com and look for the Ask a Question button. From there, it'll walk you through the process. It's super simple. And again, we do have special raffles for those of you that send in an audio question. So just a little bonus incentive to do that. You can also call and leave a message at 61 I love OHD. Either way works just great. I hope you've had a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast with someone. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you on Monday's show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism, from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.